0: other bartender comes up and does the point you know the bartender point like hey you good yeah and she's like yeah he's <laughs> like can i yeah can i get you something <laughs> she's like, can i get you something And she's like uh i just thought that like you were gonna make drinks or whatever <laughs> he's like he just kind of looked at her like you want to set her on fire <laughs> he's like what do you want it's <laughs> like i want a vodka but like not with soda i want it with like tonic water but like can you go like to Kroger I got it I don't <laughs> like it here oh boy and can you like fart in it too <laughs> that'd be great <laughs> welcome to die.
1: hello I'm a time traveler. It's Monday the (laughs) twelfth.
2: God damn, that is Welcome to
1: Die Episode four part three. And after this we'll finally be finished talking about scurry stuff.
2: I will tell you this (laughs) has been an endeavor. You know? Yeah. Wow yeah, we
1: we've been at this for like three hours, it's guys, been so. something.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a time. So we're,
1: we're done with the scary stories. I'm tired. Talk about time
2: traveling. I'm horny. Oh, I'm hungry. So we can't. So that's why we don't actually film these things. Like we can see each other, even though we're not all yeah. in the same place right now. We're all just like naked and horny as fuck on here. So yeah, I have been masturbating
0: furiously this entire fucking episode. Feverish.
2: Just swapping
1: my tits around.
2: Yep. Trying to like rip it just like trying to pull it off. Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's quite a show. This is something you'd have to pay at least three thousand pesos for down south. <laughs> so um
1: I prefer bitcoins. So this you know. yeah.
2: Looking into that recently actually it's kinda it's kinda crazy. It's a crazy world. Um so this is like Catherine said, this is uh ba 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 uh, This is part... Or er, episode... Fuck! Episode four. <laughs> <laughs> part... Part three. Three! We recorded all this in one big ol' fucking go. It is still October 29th. Tomorrow's Jesse's birthday.
0: <gasps>
2: Gasp! <laughs> Who knew? But actually, by the time you listen to this, it'll be two weeks from now,
1: and you should have already voted. You
2: should have already voted. You should God have damn already. Damn it! I fucking Jessie hope you went birthday. out there and <laughs> voted.
0: You fucking piece of shit! Don't, God, I really it, hope every so. time.
2: <laughs> so he's still. It's gonna sound like he's like still really heated about the voting thing, but it makes perfect. I'll sense. be
0: fucking heated about it till the world's fucking fixed, Josh. I,
2: you know, good luck to you, man. If you can, if the votes fix it, then. Maybe I'll actually go out there and vote.
0: You can't fucking hurt.
2: Probably can't help either. Can't hurt. Hey man. I'll tell you this. Fuck off. <laughs> so enjoy part three. Uh moving on. I got a couple like short stories we can do.
0: Yeah, but for real though, fuck that house you that
2: you used to live in. Like, yeah, my my mom's place. Yeah, man, that that I mean I don't know, it's not so bad anymore. I feel like it was bad. Like, five or six years ago?
0: Your fucking room, dude. It was creepy as shit over there in that corner. There was something in the yeah. corner that just watched you. And then, out, yeah. and then outside. Outside, also something like, watch you. Also,
2: like, right, ironically, like, right where the corner is yes. in that basement. Yes. Like, this where it is outside. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird, because that's not, like, just like I said earlier. Like, there are areas where you think you should be fucking spooked. Mm-hmm. But, like, if you approach my house, the part that's, like, right next to the woods, you would think would be the fucking spooky part. Oh, it's... But it's not. Pretty spooky. It's the wide... I mean, it's spooky enough, but it's the wide-open fucking part with, like... There's, like, houses in view. There's, like, other shit you can see around. That's the fucking spooky part. I mean... it's weird. That thing we we saw, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. We'll, We'll get to that. We will get to that. I think that's gonna be, like, a grand finale. So right. cuz that is
1: Is it Birdman time?
2: Shit. Well yeah, that that too. I'm probably going to do that probably going to do that one right before the, the thing in the woods. And who knows? Maybe the th- thing in the woods was the fucking Birdman. Oh, so shit. <clears throat> so I got a couple like short really short stories. Um so I was early 20s. I have no fucking idea, 22, maybe 23. I was driving my mom's car. She's got um she's got a Dodge Challenger right? It's like a 2014 maybe. She bought it brand new. She bought like the super cheapo model. Don't think my mom's loaded or anything. It was like an $18,000 car. She bought like the most basic bitch model you could buy. But, uh, so she's got it. And she's got me going somewhere at night. I think I was running to town to get her something. Probably a fucking Coke. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> so way I'm way. driving up. <laughs> this is in downtown Perryville. I'm on the B Road. It turns into Main Street. Main Street hits the square. I'm coming up to the stoplight in the square. And as I pass by a street light, it kind of flashes across my backseat, right? And as the light flashes across my backseat, in the rearview mirror, I see a fucking man sitting in the backseat of the car. Oh. And I, like, shit my fucking pants for a second. And I remember like, immediately calling my mother. I think I pulled over into the city parking lot right there and, like, got out of the car and, like, checked the car. I was like, holy fuck, there's a guy back there. And I called my mom I'm like, Mom, I just saw a fucking dude in the back seat of your car. What the fuck are you trying to do to me? She was like, oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen that shit, too. Like, here she is all nonchalant about it, right? Even when she's acknowledging my fucking spooky <laughs> shenanigans, she's still like, oh, hell, yeah, 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 yeah there's a man in that seat. I forgot to tell you about that. that happens sometimes when, you, when you're when driving around at night. Sometimes there's just a feller back there. So, I was like, yeah, thanks for the heads up, Mom. <laughs> uh, later, we went to a psychic that explained to my mother that it could have been a stalker astrally projecting himself into my mother's life.
1: Oh, that's an episode we should Wait, do, too, psychics. What?
2: Yeah. Miss, Mrs. Clark told my mom that the man she was seeing around because my mom saw this guy like everywhere it was the same guy he was like super young, he was real dapper looking, he had like uh, hair maybe a little shorter than cats and you know it was like kind of had like a part in it, you know he looked like a businessman right, super clean shaven and he had this fucking smirk on his face I remember the the look, it was like a half smile right so she told my mom that it was some stalker of hers that was, like, trying so hard to be around her that he was projecting himself into her life, like, into her house, into her car. Yeah, but who the fuck it? You could see f- him there. Was it? So I, my mom, like, brushed it off initially, and then it wasn't until, like, a year later or so that she, like, actually talked to me about it. She's like, oh, yeah, there was a dude, like, following me home from work and shit. She's like, and I didn't ever want to tell you about it but uh, you know cuz of Jesus reasons Christ. I guess I was like mom no do that's... You guys
1: have a talk about that Yeah I was
2: like that's when you tell a motherfucker Yeah like when when someone is actively stalking you She's like well I didn't want you to overreact and like kill him or something you know I was like no 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 That's how you die right Jesus Christ so, so look so look okay so all right let's say you got You got two different scenarios that can play out there. So he invades your home and murders you, and then I go on a nationwide manhunt and track him down and kill him, right? Now you're both dead. Or you tell me about it, I wait up for him at night, set an elaborate series of traps based on Jesse's blueprints from the Home Alone movies. (laughs) Fuck you. I set an elaborate (laughs) array of home traps and fucking film the next goddamn hit of the season, you know? Those are the only two fucking possibilities. Uh, I think that's the second time in this podcast we brought up Jesse being in Home Alone. Yeah, I had. So a yeah, if you guys don't know Jesse, Jesse, Jesse is Macaulay Culkin. No, I had a striking resemblance to him when I was a child. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I don't know. Even adult Macaulay Culkin kind of favors no. you just a hair. No. Like when like you were in Macaulay the... Like Macaulay
1: Culkin, who's no longer addicted to drugs. Right, and right. And has gained yeah. a normal amount of weight.
2: I would say, like, when you were in, like, your grunge phase, and you had, like, the long hair, and you're like, yeah, whatever, man. The teenager? You're kind of Macaulay culkin Yeah. The teenager? Yeah. You were a little Macaulay. Yeah. I feel like that's... Hey, man. Hey. We're all there. We're all there sometime. Right. Um... Ironically, there was another time in my youth when I was probably... There's another short story. When I was probably um, 12 or 13, we were sitting around telling fucking spooky stories like this. Um, And it was after a wedding I went to when I was a kid. And this is in Arkansas, also in the middle of nowhere. If you're from Arkansas, I'm sorry. That's that's it. That's all I have to say about that. Uh, It's really an unfortunate place to be from. Uh, So... We're at, like, literally out in the middle of a fucking dirt farm in the middle of Arkansas. And uh, we're telling spooky stories in a trailer. Because, uh, you know, fucking born and bred, boy, I tell ya. Trailer life. Hashtag. Dirt. <laughs> so. <laughs> so. We're out in a trailer in the middle of this fucking dirt field telling spooky stories. It's late as shit. And um, she had, like, super, super thin thick fucking carpet put in into her trailer, right? And we're sitting in the living room. There's probably five or six of us, which was a real fucked up thing. Normally spooky stuff happens when there's just, like, you or maybe a couple people. There's, like, five or six of us motherfuckers sitting in the living room and her front door opens and it would only open up, like, a third of the way. Like, you had to, like, physically like, wrestle this fucking door across this carpet to get it to open any further. Mm -hmm. Because it was just such thick carpet. And we're sitting there and this fucking door just opens up on its own and opens all the way the fuck up like scoots its fucking ass across the carpet just like (laughs) across the super heavy shag carpet and like fucking floors its fucking self against the wall
1: power save,
2: right against the wall and at that point like everyone's just like nonchalant about it I guess if there's that many motherfuckers in a room they're like (laughs) well how about that God damn. <laughs> Wouldn't you know it? We're sitting here in a circle telling fucking spooky fucking stories. And god damn, would you look at that right there? That fucking door just got a mind of its own, you know? <laughs> Who knew? Well, I'm going to bed. <laughs> and uh, that's pretty much what happened. Like, we didn't... Like, no one really thoroughly acknowledged it mm-hmm. for being as fucked up as it was. But it was really fucked up. Yeah, I guess I could tell you... About the... Um, <clears throat> Jesse mentioned the fucking house in Cape, the one the one I forgot about, that story. So when I was in the... Uh, so I used to be a cop. We'll probably bring that up eventually. Uh, I've been a cop a couple of times. When I was in the police academy, this was in 2013, I was living in Jesse's basement. Mm-hmm. The way Jesse's dad kind of set the house up, it was basically set up to where like four different people could live there. And it was almost like a quadplex, Right. Like, upstairs had its own bathroom, kitchen, laundry set up. The downstairs had its own bathroom, kitchen, laundry set up. And there was a room on each side of the house, upstairs and downstairs. So, like, four rooms, right? Boom, 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 boom. Yep. Right and left side of the house. So, there was someone directly above and below you, no matter what bedroom you were staying in. Just so happened that Jesse's room was directly over my room. So... I got to hear all of his wonderful conversations with his girlfriend at 3 in the morning. Mm -hmm. Various times when she decided to, like, vacuum the floor (laughs) or, like, stomp around really fucking hard. Like, put her laundry away and slam her fucking dresser drawers. Like, whatever she planned on doing at 3 or 4 in the morning when my ass had to be up and go to the police academy at 7. So, yeah, that was great. That was spooky-dooky enough for me. Yeah, quiet wasn't something she knew how to do. <clears throat> no so um, this was a night I think it was a weekend everyone was fucking gone but me I'm in the home alone which of course like I'm sitting there I don't remember what I was doing like kicked back on my bed probably wasting my life right I hear like the fucking front door upstairs just like fling open frantically slam closed and I hear someone like running through the goddamn house Upstairs, like like dead sprint, just like <coughs> across the floor, right, and they run into Jesse's room, which is right over my head, and I can hear them going through his shit, like fucking feverishly. They're just like like it, it was so weird, like sprinting around his room so fast, just like over to this side of the room, and I can hear some shit move around. <laughs> over here, some fucking drawers closed. I'm like, holy shit, what the fuck? So. I shoot Jesse a text real quick. I did like the Okay Google text Jesse, and it's like you know while I'm getting my gun together, and you know I'm, I'm fucking putting some shorts on. And I'm like getting my gun. And I'm like, Hey Jesse, are you are you home? And he texted me back um, promptly, which is something that just doesn't um, happen. I
0: believe it. I believe I was. I don't know, maybe possibly post-coitus You know, to give it to kind of look at the phone. Like, oh fuck, what time is it? Oh, I got like, you. right as soon as you texted.
2: You already had your phone in your hand. <laughs> yeah, I, I had my phone in my so, hand. So, stroke of luck, right? So I text Jesse, like, hey, man, did you come back for something? Like, are you missing something? And he just texts, no, why? And I was like, there's someone in the house. Like, I just put my phone in my pocket and, like, go upstairs, right? So I I can only imagine Jesse was thinking, like, some, like, movie-style shit was going down, <laughs> Right? Which it really was, so, like, I'm, in, like, literally in the middle of the police academy, like, we had just finished with, like, range week, so I'm super hyped up on, like, fucking Tactical Dan mode, right? I've got my fucking gun and my flashlight in my hand, and I'm clearing rooms, like, fucking, doo-doo-doo. yo, fucking, police academy recruit Josh Hargrove! Are you in the house? Show yourself! And, hey, I'm like, room's clear! Next! Move to the living room! clear left clear right you know i'm like systematically clear in the fucking like in my head i'm fucking commando bob right so i clear the whole fucking house there's just no one the goddamn door was locked there's no one in the fucking house and uh i had no choice but to just go back downstairs and like fucking sit <laughs> sit there and wait <laughs> <laughs> if, yeah, I guess they just if I remember I correctly, just... this
0: is how the conversation went too. I got the text because you asked me if uh Taylor or uh Curtis were there. They come by like because right. they were moving in or something. And I remember turning to my girlfriend at the time and saying, "Josh said there's someone in the house." And she says, "Well, who is it?" And I'm like, "I don't fucking know who it is." I don't fucking that's know. Why it's so concerning.
2: That's why he's asking me. It's uh. uh. <laughs> when you look at her and say, I was hoping you knew. It's you. Because we don't fucking know. You're there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like, honestly. I was kind of pissed off about it. Oh, well. Uh, that's really why I got my gun and went upstairs. Oh. I don't. Yeah, I never wanted to tell you guys that, mm. but anywho. So, um, moving on. I've got a couple stories. I'm going to tell one about the bar, and then we can segue into something Catherine and I experienced together. You know what they say? Those who get spooked together stay together. I don't think that's how that goes at all. They say that.
0: Okay. Okay. They say
2: it. You You don't fucking... I believe you. I believe you. You don't fucking know. So, um, one night, while cleaning the bar um, that I used to work at for my mother... Um, this was also why I wouldn't get home until like 3 or 4 in the morning because the bar would close at one thirty, and then I'd have to clean the bitch and it was up to me if I just like wanted to go home and then wake my ass up and clean it before they opened the next morning or if I just wanted to clean it while I was already fucking there that night so I would just clean it at night so it was regular for me to be there until like 3 or 4 in the morning and I'm like sweeping and mopping and shit and this place is like definitely haunted most people who are there alone have heard something, have seen something, like something's happened. Almost everyone has a story. Um, it's pretty regular to hear voices. It's pretty regular to hear footsteps. Um, it's a humongous, humongous yeah. place. It's probably like uh, the, the, the the main room alone. It's not even the whole building. The main bar is probably like uh, 40 feet by 100 feet. It's just, it's huge. And... Maybe even bigger than that. I don't know. I'm bad at it. It's,
0: it's, it's at least 12 feet long.
2: Probably, yeah. At least. So, um, it's one of these nights. I'm fucking getting my shit on. And uh, I've even got the juke, jukebox jamming, so I can't really hear anything. Jukebox. The the old jukebox, she's a-pumping. So I can't really hear anything other than my jams, right? And I'm like, I, I remember I was sweeping. Uh, I've got the big-ass fucking dust mop you know, the huge wide thing that clickety-clacks when you spin it around, so I'm going along, and I remember there was just, like, super dark, like, depressing force that was just, like, bearing down on me, and I felt like it was just, like, crushing me into a ball, like, mentally, as I'm, like, going around, and I remember stopping and, like, talking to, like, whatever entity may have been in the, in the, the, the room, I was like, hey, like I know, maybe you want me to fuck off or whatever, but I need to, I need to clean this place so I can get out of here, right? Just, just let me clean the place and then I'll leave. Um, and it got to the point where it was like so mentally overwhelming that I thought I was going to like burst into tears. Like it was just so extreme this feeling. So I th- I thought fuck it, okay, I'm leaving. Like you win, whatever. I'm leaving. I'm out of here. So I go turn all the lights off. I go to get out in my truck, um, sit down in my truck, put the key in the ignition, turn it. Literally nothing happens. No lights. No dings. No, like no nothing. Nothing at all. I'm just spinning my fucking ignition back and forth, and it's doing nothing. I'm like, oh fuck. Like kind of shit my pants a little bit. I was like, all right. I get out of my truck. Say something like, for fuck's sake. Like, I'm, I'm going. <laughs> like Just let me start my truck, and I'll get the fuck out. And I get back in. Truck fired right up. Like, fucking not a problem the second mm-hmm. time around. It fires right up, and whew, out I go. Ironically, I was telling that story to my mother very recently, like a week or two ago, and she said the same thing happened to her um, a couple months ago. She said she went to get out in her car, and it wouldn't fucking start. just absolutely nothing like it was completely and totally dead yeah uh Catherine I'll let you tell the story of us of us at the bar together
1: so when Josh and I first got together and he toyed with my heart for like a solid year oh no
0: No. that was probably (laughs) more
2: like four months okay
1: not, it was longer than that, no, but anyway. No, no.
2: Listen, listen, I'll break out a timeline <laughs> for you, okay? So we, got, I, we met in early January, right, at the get-together. You didn't actually start coming out to the band thing until March. Now, I remember. I remember. You didn't start coming out until March, because that's what we told the newspaper. The band was officially formed in March of whatever fucking year that was. 2014? Yes, March 2014, so that's when you started coming out, and it was maybe like a month or two after that when we started really talking and getting into the thing, and we were officially together in August, so it wasn't a whole year.
1: I just want to say that we remember things differently.
2: It was August.
0: Look, I'm going to be real with you. It's true I don't facts. I I've ever told you this before. But I specifically remember telling Kat to tell you to fuck off.
2: <laughs> well.
0: Look, if he ain't gonna fucking pull the trigger, then fucking
2: Look. It was about four months. I remember months. that. It was about four months.
1: Okay. So anyways. One of the things we did was uh, hang out really, really late because Josh had a terrible sleep schedule. Yeah. And... Uh, I would get, like, two hours of sleep and then turn around and drive down to school.
2: And she loved it, it.
1: The semester I was graduating, and I was slowly killing myself. And
2: she loved it. Was it was a sacrifice I made for
1: love. <laughs> 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 but so we were uh, at his mom's bar, really late. Probably the witching hour, if I had, had to say. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, Indeedly. And
1: we were we were sitting in the dark. There was, like, one of those, like, junky light-up bar signs, like, the other side of the room, but... For the most part, we were sitting in complete darkness, uh, because we didn't want anybody to know we were there, like, customer-wise, you know. We were telling scary stories, naturally, because it is the key to my heart. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the way that the bar is set up, there are a bunch of um, support beams, like, structural support beams that line... Um, the entire entirety of the building. Yeah, the the and, bar uh, itself
2: used to be like a feed mill, so it was. It's built like a barn. It's just got these huge fucking structural like barn posts that run through the the bar.
1: And the way they're set up, they have um, it kind of reminds me of like a street lamp. Like several of them have lamps attached to them that kind of curve down. Once again, we're sitting in darkness. We're sitting at the bar at the corner of the bar, right next to each other, and. Each one of these um, beams has a lamp on it, and uh, they're all on the same same switch. And um, as we are telling the story, I don't even remember exactly what we were talking about at that part, other than it was creepy topics. Um, one single lamp directly above us turns on.
2: Yeah. So these lights are all on the same circuit. It's like you flip the switch, they all come on. All of the lights in the row fucking come the fuck on. This thing defies... Modern science flips one fucking light on—the one we're sitting under—and
1: it eventually like fizzled out. And we kind of like muttered to ourselves, like, "Well, let's just not, let's just not talk about it." (laughs) It's kind of a
2: weird occurrence, wouldn't you say? I mean, (laughs) here we are in the dark. Pay no mind. Speaking of demonic. happenings (laughs) happenings and <laughs> happens to be a spookston here with us. Who knew? Yes. So. So that's, that's yeah, that was, story. that was a very yeah. adult reaction we had to it. Just kind of like looked yeah. at it like huh. Well that ain't supposed to happen. <laughs> 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 that's uh that ain't right. I'll tell you that right now. That ain't that ain't uh that ain't right. I'm gonna tell a big story and then a small story that will lead up into the grand story this is one that I definitely had a very like adult like I didn't just see that kind of reaction so I was much older Uh, Catherine and I were we were together at this point I imagine this was probably probably sometime that fall of 2014 probably right around this exact time of year In a place that feels much like the place you're in right now. Um, Actually, no. (laughs) This was in a very specific spot. So I was driving from my house (coughs) into town. And uh, to do that, you've got to go uh, on B Road, right? So I'm driving on B Road. It was at night, and I was on my way to Catherine's house in Perryville. And uh, I'm crossing... Um, this bridge, right before the city limits, that um, crosses over Sinkholm's Creek, which is a French thing, a lot of old French in the area, French and German folks in that region, right as I cross the bridge, I mean, the fucking second the front of my truck gets past the bridge, I've got an old truck, so the headlights, they, they cut off at, like, a 90 degree out from the sides of my truck, like, it's just, it's just, boom, there's light out to the side, and then it comes out, it's no... No gradual shit. As the very strong edge of my headlight kind of gets past the bridge and into the grass, it flashes across this, like, silhouette that I can see out of the corner of my eye, and I, like, fling my head around to the right, the passenger side of my truck, and just catch it as it's passing my passenger window. And I can only describe it to you as a humanoid with bird wings it was a bird man and i remember being so like puzzled like my my mind is just like going trying to explain this thing away that i saw the next thing i know i'm like at cat's house i'm like i remember like the next thing i really remember is being in her bedroom just being like uh Still, kind of processing this whole thing.
1: I I remember when you pulled up, you like, I don't know, you were you were out of it in the truck. I remember like, you just sitting there like stalled in front of my house with the window down, like not super receptive to the questions I was asking you.
2: Oh, you were outside. And,
1: like, yeah, I came out and visited you at the truck. Oh fuck. Because I a- that's when I asked you to take me to it.
2: Oh, yeah, I don't even remember that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, guess you, I guess you
2: asked me to take you back there and I was basically like fuck no. Yeah. Like, definitely not going to do that.
1: No, you were like torn. I I remember you were like trying to talk yourself out of what you had seen. And I remember like rationalizing with you like, "No, no, let's <laughs> just go look." Like like don't try and talk yourself out of it. What you saw is probably real. And you were just like, "No, no, I maybe I could have just imagined it, you know? Like right. I don't <clears throat> it could have been nothing."
2: So, I know, like, in my mind, the last thing I wanted to do was, like, go acknowledge with this thing that I had, in fact, seen it. Like, hey, buddy. I Remember you. me? I definitely I saw you the you. first time. Like, I, I didn't want it to know that I knew. I think that was my rationalization. I mean, but it
1: was standing right next to the highway. Pretty
2: much, yeah. Maybe ten feet off the so, road. So, like, at it most.
1: wanted to be seen. <laughs>
2: So what I think was happening, because it was standing in like, a really unnatural position. I remember, so it's got this humongous fucking wingspan, which was kind of reminiscent of what Jesse said, but Jesse is certain his head bat wings.
0: Yeah, positive.
2: <coughs> mine definitely well, I mean, had bird fuck. wings. Maybe, maybe, you know how memory is. That's true. Maybe it was a mine, giant birdman. Mine definitely had bird wings. And it had its arms out at like a 45-degree angle from its body facing downward. And they were kind of inverted. So if you were standing with your arms at your side at a 45-degree angle, your palms would be behind you and the tops of your hands would be facing forward, right? That's kind of how it was standing. Okay. And it was looking, um, it was facing the road, so it was facing my truck, and it was looking over its right shoulder uh, past the bridge looking towards town. The only reason I know that its arms were inverted and it wasn't standing there with its palms out is because I could see the tips of the feathers um, sticking up. So it almost looked like it was looking over its shoulder, kind of like inspecting the bottom of its wing. Mm-hmm. Like looking, like, you know, kind of like something like this. like, like Hey, man, check it out. <laughs> and um, that's kind of like a, like a snapshot of what I saw. Like I didn't see it move or anything. Um, And obviously I had to drive the same fucking way home, and it wasn't there when I went back home. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't remember if I stayed the night with you or if I went home that night. I don't remember. I do remember...
1: And you attributed a lot of crow-like features to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely black, like, 100%. I mean, I guess that could have been nighttime, I guess. It could have been brown, for all I know, and it would have looked black, but...
1: So the... um, startling thing about your story aside from the obvious is that my dad has had a very strange experience with something that was also bird-like when he was young also on B Road, where this happened to Josh, but a different section of the road he had worked the n- the night shift or the late shift at uh, this diner he was a cook at um, I think he was like 17 or something and uh He's speeding, and, uh... Oh, I think he was on his way to work, because his co-workers like the, were like, Man, dude, what's, what's fucking wrong with you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, uh... He's driving along this curvy road at night. Something large swiftly flies over his vehicle, and he said that the wingspan was larger than the vehicle he was driving in. And, like, the shadow, like, encompassed his headlights.
2: Yeah.
1: And... At the exact instant that that happened, he saw two people in the road, one of them laying down in the road and he swerves to miss them and almost runs him over and when he gets out of the car he's freaking out and the kids run off and he can't see whatever it was that was, you know, that flew over the car and like he's like traumatized by the whole thing, like what the fuck is going on here, you know um, and he was similarly like taken aback. He got to work, and they were like, "What's going on?" Like, t- so and and he didn't, although he didn't see it, he attributes bird-like features to it.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: but so it was also something large that could fly. So
2: it's like yeah. one of these things. To, when to you me,
1: it makes me think Grim Reaper, but ah, right. I mean, that's a stretch. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you when you see something super fucking traumatic and like fucked up and unexplainable like that and you like immediately afterwards like i was on my way to your house like he was on his way to work like you're suddenly confronted by people like you're you are in like a shock like state like you're 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 still chewing through this shit mentally so the last thing you want really is to have to try to explain yourself to other people because you don't even know yourself what the fuck you just saw. And you could say something stupid. You could say something weird. You don't, yeah, like, maybe you don't know. If these people are cool with even hearing about this shit, you, you might f- fuck your job up or whatever. Luckily for me, I was going to your house and I knew, you know, you were someone I could talk to. But your dad, like, I don't know if he told those people about that or not. If he just brushed it off, like... Yeah, I don't know. It's not something you actually just can just go out and fucking spill your guts about cuz like people are going to think you're a fucking whack job. Yep. So it's it's really really nice. It makes it much easier to tell a story if someone else is there and experiences the exact same thing you experienced the same exact way. It makes Absolutely. it much much easier. Which leads us to the final so story it of the All
0: started Oh hell! I don't even remember what time of year it was. I think it was around this time of year. Yeah, because so it was, I had because yeah, I had a flannel on.
2: Yeah, this 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 would have been right before we met up with Catherine. This would have been like fall of 2013, because yeah. I was working for the yes. Sheriff's Office.
0: So Josh was um sleeping on the couch because he had just gotten off uh, from working at the jail, and I went outside for a smoke. Because I had terrible habits and I'm disgusting and I'm trash, and um, <laughs> so <laughs> Jeez. Um, sometimes someone fucking you're a said beautiful it. person, <laughs> all right. Um, so I go outside and I'm taking a you know taking a hefty drag, and then I hear something walking around out in the woods, like right next to Josh's house. Remember the the woods earlier that Josh said weren't that you would think would be spooky. They're fucking spooky. He's full of shit. So, um, <laughs> yeah. taking taking a drag off my cigarette, you know, doing the thing. Here's something walking around out there, and I think, you know, my first thought is, okay, well, it's somebody's fucking dog or whatever. But the more I listened to it, the more it sounded like a deer walking around. Because, I've, you know, I've hunted since I was a kid. I know what deer sound like. They sound like people. Right.
2: Any, anyone who's hunted deer knows that they sound like an entire fucking marching band coming yeah. through the yeah. woods. Like one deer can sound like a fucking stampede if it's running. They can also sound like people. Very loud, like um, just the way they step. Yeah, If they're just like trotting, like like like, kind of, kind of like sound. Yeah, yeah. Walking through the woods. Also, a single squirrel can sound like an entire deer. (laughs) Yeah. Just so you know.
0: (laughs) Especially when Uh, they're so fast. We actually measure things in squirrels as far as sounds. Like how many squirrels was that sound? Mm -hmm. You know. Um, it's about ten squirrels. Yeah, about ten squirrels. Uh, so, I'm hearing this and I'm like, oh, there's a fucking, there's a deer out there walking through this little patch of woods. Yonder patch of gravel? Yeah, yonder patch of gravel. So I go over there with my phone, my shitty iPhone 3GS that has, like, no flashlight on it, and I go over the edge of the woods and shine it out there, and I see two glowing eyes, like um, like cat's eyes, that you would see. They're about, I'd say about chest height, maybe a little taller, off the ground, and I am immediately like, oh, okay, this is this is a bear or a mountain lion, and I'm about to, uh, this is going to be the last moments of my life right here. And it turns its head, and then starts walking. I hear the ch ch sound. So I go into the house, and I get Josh. And I'm like, hey, dude, grab your fucking gun. There's something out there. We gotta... We gotta.
2: Yeah, so I, I'm pretty sure I was, like, half in my underwear. Like, no,
0: you were fully dressed. You, you were passed out. In your I was in a well. rough state. Yeah.
2: Like, I remember I had... I think I had my pants undone. Probably. Like, like I was just... I was fucking like, kaput, man. Hot. Had a good old, you know, full shift doing God's work out there at the county, the county jail. So jesse comes in like he was slightly panicked i could tell um like a little spooked you know he comes in he's like hey 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 wake up right i'm like what what he's like There's someone in your fucking yeah and race. i don't normally get excited like, about shit on a normal and everyday basis I'm like i'm thinking okay right like maybe someone followed me home right from my job um so i'm like okay cool uh i've got just the thing for that it's this um, real cool uh, Glock twenty-three. Let's go see. Let's go see what they want. So, um, yeah, I grab my fucking um, my my police flashlight, my police handgun, and we stroll down into the fucking woods. Well, we don't. We didn't go in just yet. Mm-mm. So I, I come to the edge of the woods, and you can hear very loud, very heavy footsteps. Right. And by this time they're they're moving not real quick. It's not like someone's strolling. No, it's, it's like it's leisurely. Like very deliberate. You're just
0: kinda just kinda hanging yeah. out, walking around.
2: Yeah. Like slower very, it wasn't super slow, but slower than like a normal walk. It was kinda menacing, almost, is a good way to describe the speed of the footsteps. Um almost like a terminator, right? You could imagine how quick a Terminator walks. That's about how fast this thing was walking. So we get outside, and I'm still trying to, like, shake off the fucking sleep, right? You know, and Jesse's telling me, like, what he's seeing. He's like, dude, he's like, you know, started up at the top of the woods, and there's this thing walking, and at first I thought it was a fucking cat, and I don't know what the fuck it is, man. It could be a guy. He's like, but its fucking eyes are glowing. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Hang on. All right, so it's like a dog, right? He's like, I don't know, dude, it's pretty, it's pretty tall. I was like, all right, let's see, let's see. Like, shine my light, sure as shit. I could only see, like, one eye because it was not facing us directly. It was, like, facing 90 degrees from us and heading down towards a sinkhole, which runs, so the woods run, like, parallel with my mom's property, so, like, along the side of her house, right? And we were kind of matching it along the edge of the woods. So I remember yelling at this thing, like, I'm, I'm trying to get it to stop, Right, I've got my flashlight on, and I can only see one eye. It's facing away from me, going down towards the sinkhole, and I'm just like yelling. I'm like, "Hey, hey, guy, hey, hey!" <laughs> and it's just not. It's just still going. Right, Ka-chunk. Yeah, Ka-chunk. so then I
0: do the like the, the whistle the- thing that you do towards deer, like the yeah. whish- sound. I can't do it. Yeah, I can't.
2: But you know, you know the sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I couldn't do it either. I resorted to doing the high-pitched fucking... Yeah, yeah, sound. that one. The, the, yeah, like that. Yeah. So it fucking stops dead, stares right at us. Mm-hmm. After we do the fucking... Right? After we had just got done, like, screaming, I remember throwing a couple rocks at it and shit, too. It's just... It, it wasn't stopping. So... Mm-hmm. And it fucking stops. Boom. Two eyes, like, right at us. Just fucking... Glaring at us, right? Like we had just royally pissed it off. And it's just stopped dead. It's not moving anymore. It's staring right at us. And I was like, oh boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> now that we have its attention, what would we like from it? <laughs> we, yeah. didn't, we didn't really think that far ahead. Like, so. And it's you know, like, I can just imagine just sitting there, like, what do you want, mortal? And I'm just like, ah. Yeah, I got nothing, man. I didn't think I'd get this far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got nothing, I didn't come up with that yet. So... just gets hit in the
1: face with a rock. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: <This laughs> fucking Sasquatch comes fucking monkeying out of the woods. <gasps> so, um, after, like, a really, really tense, probably 30 seconds, of just staring into this thing's eyes, um, it slowly turns its head back and starts fucking Terminatoring its way back down towards the sinkhole. I'm like, son of mm-hmm. a bitch, like, we gotta figure out what the hell this thing is. So, um rinse and repeat a couple times we make the fucking sound and it stops and turns its head eventually it gets as it gets closer to the sinkhole it doesn't it's not really working as much anymore you've got to like really like hey to get it to stop yep. anymore right and um so finally we're like fuck it we got to cut it off we got head him off with the pass i remember i gave jesse the flashlight i was like jesse you take the flashlight and you go around in front of it but like, go around to like the other side of the sinkhole. That way, if it runs at yeah. you, it's got to like go through this fucking sinkhole, right? And I had a knife. And it's that was. It's that was like a love. huge. It was a humongous sinkhole, right? It's pretty fucking big. Like you fall in there, and you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesse swings around to the other side of the sinkhole, and this thing's getting close, right? And I'm coming down, so we're coming at it in like a, an L pattern. Right, like converging on the corner of the L. Mm-hmm. Jesse's walking straight towards it, and I'm coming from its left side, with my gun. Jesse's making all the noise so I can kind of get close and um, you know surprise it. If it jumped me, I've got the gun. Yep. I'm getting closer and closer and closer. It's not stopping anymore. We're making all kinds of noises. I'm probably ten feet from it. Jesse's as close as he is. Mm-hmm. It's it gets into the fucking sinkhole we're like okay okay i'm gonna pick
0: up i'm gonna pick up here because i was like right fucking there okay the weirdest part about this whole thing is this this was essentially just a a floating pair of eyes this thing didn't have a body yeah there was no body no at all we
2: never ever saw an outline a silhouette a body nothing no never floating fucking eyes
1: how far could the light from your flashlight penetrate like,
0: really far. Yeah. It, I had a good flashlight. All the way. I saw, yeah. like, so it's, at one point, its eyes were, like, where they were, and I could see the tree behind it. Yeah. Like, there was nothing gotcha. there.
1: Did it, you know how, like, when you're driving on the highway and you see an animal on the side of the road, like, the reflection of their eyes? Yeah. 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 Like, could, was yes. it like that if you showed yes. the flashlight?
0: Exactly on it. Gotcha. Yeah, right. just like that. Um, so.
2: But I dare say much more shiny. Yeah.
1: What size are we talking?
2: Um. As far as what? How big were the eyes? Yeah. Um. Not particularly large.
0: No, like um, the size
2: of a. I'd say like the size of a dog's. Somewhere around maybe. Yeah. I mean, I thought they might have belonged to an animal. I mean, honestly, when they looked at me, I mean, that's kind of what I thought. Yeah, there wasn't like an intelligence or anything behind them. They were just there.
1: Okay. I didn't know yeah. if you got the vibe that it was some kind of, like, human entity in nature. Or Maybe. I mean, it was beastial.
2: tall. It was tall enough. It was definitely... I, I mean, don't know what the It fuck. was definitely... Because, I mean, there's a point in time when you've got the light on it, and you can see the eyes in the air, and you can tell where the eyes are at in relation to the ground. Like, you can tell where its body should be. hmm But there's just no body there. Yeah. And so like you've got an estimation of how far the eyes are off the ground and I would say they were probably 5 to 6 feet. Yeah, off the they ground. Were the size of a I mean like a fully grown person off the ground. I mean yeah, like it it it, it, it could have been the size of a person for sure. Yeah. Mhm. Um but there was just no body attached to the fucking eyes. Nope. So who the fuck knows. So can continue, Jesse.
0: So um like Josh said, we're doing, like, the L thing where we're, like, basically <laughs> scissoring it. Um, hell yeah. And uh Hell yeah, brother. Goddamn. And I'm following Jesus. this thing, and it, it's heading towards the sinkhole. And I'm getting closer and closer oh, and closer. Oh, fucking hell. You know what we should have
2: done? should have just been like, oh, it's coming right for us! And just fucking unloaded the whole fucking mag into it. Damn, we should have yeah. done that. You're right.
1: Yeah, I was wondering yeah. why you hadn't shot it. I don't
2: I don't know. <laughs> well, it's like so it was I never It was really really late and we were in like a subdivision and like while we do live in a rural area, like a gunshot at that kind of night would probably elicit police response. So, well, and I never I didn't really want to explain myself. I
0: never got like bad vibes from it like I wasn't like it wanted to hurt me or
2: anything. It was just kind of like... No, it was just the, the, the stare the stare it would give was really intense. Yeah, it was. Um, it was very intense. Um, like it did not falter. Like it's mm-hmm. looking right fucking at you. And the fact that it would stop moving when it looked at you made it even more intense. And that's yeah. about as scary as it got. Yeah. It was just, it was very intimidating. Extremely intimidating. Yeah, I felt much better about the situation because I had a gun in my hand. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. then I thought, then when I didn't really see a body, I thought this gun's useless. Pretty much, <laughs> I was like, this. What am I going to do with this? Could probably shoot Jesse and then shoot myself. In like best case scenario. Yeah, <laughs> I think much. that's about as <laughs> as useful as this gun's gonna be.
0: Uh, so. I'm uh, getting closer to this thing, and it's getting closer and closer to the sinkhole. And there's kind of like this uh, natural ditch from uh, runoff and everything that mm-hmm. goes into the sinkhole. Yeah. And it, it's deep and I'd say it's about two feet deep. It's deep, in, deep enough that you could stand in it. And it's covered with leaves because it was that time of year. And I'm watching this thing kind of just going in you know getting closer to it closer to it we kept doing the thing to get its attention and uh it would look and that's kind of how i was keeping track of it because when you couldn't see the eyes the thing was basically invisible right You just didn't Yeah. Exist. you could
2: just you could just hear it and that was it
0: yeah i'm following this thing it's going into this little gully and the last time i see the eyes are underneath the leaves covering the gully and they yeah. close, and it disappears into the fucking earth. Into the
2: ground. It, yeah. It just, like, walked its way, like, into the fucking ground. Yeah, and then it was gone. The eyes just, they just went lower and lower and lower. The sound got lower and lower and lower. It's basically, like, in the side of this, like, sinkhole. Mm-hmm. What like, right on think? the edge of it. And it just, like, the last thing I remember seeing were its eyes on the side. So I remember jesse having to explain to me what he saw because i saw the eyes and from where i was i thought it was just like standing in a deep part of the sinkhole because i could kind of see the eyes and i'm like oh shit so i moved to get closer because jesse was a little closer than i was and he was the, was the one with the flashlight so i move to get closer and as i get closer i get up to about where jesse is and i'm like wait where the fuck did it go and jesse's like dude it just fucking stopped <laughs> yeah. like it just it was there and then it just like wasn't mm-hmm. it closed its eyes and it was gone and i was like ah sh- shit hello hey eyeball man <laughs> you uh you live here <laughs> and uh that was that was about it
1: we neighbors. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there were like nights afterwards I remember like going out in the woods with you, Catherine, yeah. like running after some things, but I think that was probably like a groundhog. Definitely not a five foot tall, invisible groundhog. Yeah. Like right after that, I remember we spent a little time outside, like, trying to listen for footsteps in the woods and never really never really uh came across anything. I was thinking maybe in the future, now that we've wrapped this up, um, mm-hmm. Let me know what you guys think. I was thinking in the future, uh, maybe like this time next year. Hopefully, we've got a good enough listener base. We could have people email us their spooky stories. Mm-hmm. And I mean, there's nothing to keep them from being totally fucking made up, no, no. which is okay. I encourage true stories. Just trust me, like. not to be a douchebag. Yeah, yeah, we're rolling on the honor system here, and we'll we'll bring it up again later. But um, I feel like that'd be a good idea because, like, th- that's all of my stories. I think that's yeah. it. That's all I've got.
1: I'm going to shamelessly plug in something here. It occurred to me like a month ago, really, that I would um, I'd really like to write a book. Um, and I want it to be not completely, but primarily testimonial based um, on weird shit that has happened to people in the Perryville slash Southeast Missouri area. And um, it's stuff like, you know, you, Josh, and my dad having that, you know, similarities in your stories. I really want to be able to find stuff that people have in common.
2: As far as I know, there's no kind of thing out there like this where people in our area can, like, share their experiences and draw similarities. Right, right, right. So um,
1: the whole idea Mm. is kind of in its infancy at the moment, but I kind of want to use this as a platform to people to for people to reach out. And so you, you were saying, like, a year from now, people could share their stories, like, absolutely. And if they don't come to us, I'm hoping by that time, it could come from the book, you know?
2: So, right. Um, so you got to do it in a way, and nothing against you fine folks out there, you got to do this kind of thing in a way where people can't just get together en masse and start fucking spewing stories at each other. Right. Because that's, that's how you get this, like, mass hysteria phenomena where people who didn't see shit are suddenly seeing shit, right. you know? We don't want a Facebook
1: um, thread where yeah. everybody's just feeding off each right, other's bullshit. Right, So
2: we're not. I don't think we're going to do like a public post or a public forum where people can get together right. and like share their. But shit. But if you wanted to personally I, want it to reach be out, true. Um, you know,
1: my my plan is if anybody wants to, I would prefer to do it in person, an in person interview where I can ask as many questions as I want, or um, an audio, like a you know, a phone recording or a Skype recording, something like that. I don't want people giving their their uh testimony and like some shitty like they texted it to me and like it's full of grammatical errors and like doesn't tell a complete tale and i, I don't want any of that so all right you lovely fucks this has been <clears throat> fun this <laughs> you stupid fat fuckers <laughs> you fucking bitches <laughs> You just
2: fucking mad. sit there and listen to the spookiest shit you ever heard, fucking sit back and fucking take it.
1: If you stuck around, <laughs> I'm proud of you. This, this has been long, <laughs> right. I know. Um,
2: I didn't want to do this, alright?
1: We did. It was Jesse and I I's idea. I
2: am here against my own will. And then you
1: told right? most of the stories.
2: Yeah. <laughs> listen, I knew it was going to be a long <laughs> night, alright? So we got this thing together. I'm like, guys, I got a fucking... I got some shit. And Jesse's like, wait, what are we doing? And then Kat's yeah. like, I only got a couple things. And then we started the episodes. So. And
1: then the episode lasted three hours. And here we yeah. are.
2: Here we are. Over
1: a week later.
2: Here we are. But so, yeah. That's all
1: right. Uh, this is, this just is all gives
2: we us, get. Hey, gives us a little reprieve. We don't have to fucking struggle to fucking research and like regurgitate this content into your fucking ear holes okay this gives us a break I need a break give me a fucking minute alright anywho hope you enjoyed this three three piece three part piecer three, three parter three piecing <laughs> so uh that's fucking over thank god for that uh <laughs> so uh we're gonna finish this one off with a track from a group um, again keep in mind send us your stuff for the love of god I'm tired of reaching out to you people why don't you reach out to me for once alright send us your stuff this track is from um, a group called Drop Dead City they did tell me about themselves they are a three piece pop punk band Ooh. from Leamington Ontario Canada nice um, they their influences include The Main Uh, Blink-182, and they have a self-proclaimed tinge of classic rock. A tinge. Their first show was on the 27th of October, which was two days ago from the time this was recorded, but about uh, three weeks ago from the time you'll be hearing this shit. They are getting ready to do some more shows, I assume, around the Ontario region. If we got any listeners in Canada, god (laughs) damn, get after it. Um...
1: The dudes in this fucking band better They have you. an
2: upcoming... <laughs> yeah, no shit. They have an upcoming uh, demo on the way called Live from the Shed. Or maybe it's Live from the Shed. They didn't specify.
1: Live from the shit?
2: The, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so they shot me some tracks. Uh, this one is called... Last Chance Romance. Enjoy the shit. Have a shit. See ya. Okay, bye. bye. Catch you next week. Fuck off. I just hope they voted.
1: Should just be a competition to see who actually gets the final words in the episodes. <laughs>